Welcome to the Leading Ladder. Each generation imagines itself to be more intelligent than the one that came before it and wiser than the one that came after it. George Orwell, welcome to the Leading Ladder. Before we continue, let's define some key terms. According to the Pew Research Center, a millennial is a cohort of people who were born between 1981 and 1996. This means that in 2021, they'll be between the ages of 25 and 40. Generation Z or Gen Z. This is a cohort of people who were born between 1997 and 2012. This means that in 2021, they'll be between the ages of 24 and nine. What's interesting to note is that according to the Pew Research Center, we were supposed to be called either the I generation or Homelanders. And this article was made in early 2019, which is highly ironic. And uh, <clears throat> coincidence? I think not. To give a clearer view of these generations, I'm going to take you through all the generations in modern history. There's the silent generation. These people are mid-70s to 90s age range. Famous examples include your Martin Luther King and current U.S. President Joe Biden. Boomers, these are people who are arbitrarily in their mid-50s to early 70s. Famous examples would include your Oprah Winfrey's and legendary musical artist Oliver Mtukuti. Gen X, these are people who are in their early 40s to early 50s. Famous examples include your Elon Musk and legendary and iconic actress Genevieve Naji. Millennials. These people are, again, between the ages of 25 and 40. And famous examples include your Bonang Mateba and Mark Zuckerberg. Gen Z. Again, these are people who are below the age of 24 to about nine years old. So you can think of your James Charles, you can think of your Lassizwes and Sky Jackson. For us Africans, you may hear terms such as the apartheid generation, the struggle generation, the transition generation, and the born free generation. Why is it important to study these generations? Well, I came up with two reasons. Number one, studying these generations makes one more self-aware. One is able to capture the zeitgeist of their generation, be it in the fields of tech, economics, finance, society, ETC. Number two, it's important to study generations for businesses because they aim to capitalize off of the zeitgeist. In fact, there's a book called at the core of Gen Z, which costs a thousand dollars. And uh, I don't necessarily think the normal ordinary person can afford that. They even pay consultancy firms like McKinsey to collect data for clients such as banks and other financial institutions to study these trends. Now let's study the culture of these generations. Let's start with millennials. Although millennials around the world have varying experiences according to their geographical locations, they have common character traits. Number one, 
they are curious. They love or yearn to travel and experience the unknown. Number two, they're tech savvy. They grew up in the dot-com era and infancy of social media. Number three, they value experiences. Travel and novelty items are valued over owning assets. Number four, they're image conscious. They currently reign supreme in the consumerism game and are perpetually trying to keep up with the Kardashians and the Joneses. Now, let's move on to Gen Zs. Although their character traits tend to be the same, Gen Z's character traits are more pronounced. For example, number one, they learn tech faster. Number two, they value online prestige over traditional prestige. The Business Insider states that millennials rent everything, and I mean everything, from travel, such as your Uber, renting, Airbnbs, and even clothes. One said, living the life I want without spending beyond my means. Aesthetics are also big among millennials, from increases in cosmetic surgeries, which average about $5,000, to the copious amounts of skin lightening. In fact, the UN reported about 77% of Nigerian women lighten their skin. Designer brands are also making a killing with Gucci reporting a 44.5% increase in revenue in 2017, according to Forbes. And African brands such as Rich Munisi and Makosa have gained traction even during the pandemic. Gen Zs are just entering the workforce. Business insiders suggest that the oldest has just graduated in 2020. And by 2026, we could surpass millennials as the main consumers. So why the madness and where's the frenzy? Unfortunately, it boils down to we're not saving enough and we're not investing. This is due to a host of reasons. Number one, we're risk averse. After the 2008 financial crisis, where subprime mortgages were handed out, which led to a housing bubble, the stock market crashed. Corrupt bankers were caught, giving each other huge salaries and bonuses, and as a result, there was a lot of distrust when it came to the financial systems. And this was in America. Well, this had knock-on effects all over the world. And, for example, in Africa, where there were already policy mismatches, according to the CFA Institute Research Foundation, the Nigerian market faces challenges over the short to medium term in absence of policy reforms, making it harder to invest. Zimbabwe's strict capital flows, unstable currency, low wages, and inconsistency policy reforms renders the youth more unlikely to save or invest. In East Africa, i.e. Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and Rwanda, which is actually one of the fastest growing economic blocks in the world, has been halted by weak currency, Lack of product diversity, high cost of entry has led to low investor confidence. 
In fact, Tanzania's stock market participation is about 1.5% of the population. As a result of this risk aversity, millennials have resorted to holding more cash, which is low interest bearing. I mean, think of the typical middle-class young lady in Zimbabwe. Rather than seeing the real value of their money depleting by the hour, they'd rather spend that money with their friends at Queen of Hearts or something. Anyway, that's just one reason why millennials tend to save and invest less. The second reason is really omnipresent around the whole of Africa, and that is black tech. What is black tech? Well, Loosely defined, these are the financial obligation one has to fulfill. The typical recipients are normally family members or the community. Now, why is the issue of black tax such a contemptuous but relevant topic? Well, according to Nick Plonger's black tax, burden or ubuntu, some contributors lament at the fact that their salaries are further sapped by having to contribute to their families. They argue that if they have their own obligations to fulfill, then those of their families left for won't discretionary, be for discretionary purposes, such as saving and investing. This could give context as to why a lot of young millennials are not able to fulfill their financial duties, such as saving and investing, and why the ultra-wealthy millennials i.e. those who earn a hundred thousand rand or one bar, as they say in their circles, are able to save and invest more, according to the Mail and Guardian. And number four, millennials are under copious amounts of social media pressure. From your favorite influencers rocking a $10,000 Birkin bag, to Caspanovist spitting bars like, you never catch me in Caducci, maybe Gucci, Many millennials are left feeling, hey, maybe the Caducci is not that good. I'll go for the Gucci. But yet the Caducci is already expensive given their income levels. This has resulted in many millennials overspending or spending beyond their means. In fact, the Financial Diet recently released a video on how not scrolling through Instagram saved someone 1,100 US dollars a month. Think about that. That's a good 17,000 rand. Now, the other factors may have been beyond one's control, but surely, <clears throat> surely, one can be more cognizant about their spending choices, given that they are of age and are assumed to be of discernment or assumed to have more discernment. Now, I've mainly mentioned millennials in this podcast, but these apply to Gen Zs as well. They are heavily influenced by social media and they're also entering the workforce at a time of a global financial crisis, which coincides with the pandemic. Only time will tell, or as the French say, qui vivra, verra. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listening to this podcast. See you next week. Follow us on various social media platforms linked in the description for updates. Till then, ciao!